www.revolutionradiomd.com. Welcome to the revolution, the clean eating revolution. It's time now for the Clean Food Network Show. Here's Lisa Davis. Right now, you hear a lot about going gluten-free. Now, some people do this because they're sensitive or they have celiac, and some people do it because they think it's healthy. Well, here to talk all about gluten is the wonderful Rory Jones. She's a science writer and adjunct professor of narrative medicine at Barnyard College of Columbia University. We're going to be talking about her fantastic book, which is all about this, Gluten Exposed, the Science Behind the Hype and How to Navigate to a Healthy, Symptom-Free Life. Hello, Rory. Welcome to Clean Food Network. Hi, well, thank you for having me. It's so nice to have you on the program. You know, I've interviewed people who have celiac disease and who've really suffered until they were able to take the gluten out. Then I talked to other people who just want to try it as a fad and see what it's all about. And But I think it's so important to understand what's really going on. So first of all, for people who are new to this, what is gluten? Gluten is the protein portion of wheat, rye, and barley. And for people with celiac disease, it causes an inflammatory reaction in their body, which destroys the lining of their small intestine, so they can't digest their food. And when you're not digesting your food, nothing good happens. Um, For most people, it is a very healthy portion of the grain, because it's loaded in minerals and vitamins and different fiber. I see. So I'm guessing that the idea of taking it out when you don't really have a reason isn't necessarily the best idea. Absolutely. That hit it right on the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even for well, talk people, to us more about that. Well, what happens is I'll, I'll give you the pitfalls of the diet. And this, this actually applies to people who have celiac disease, as well as people who have gluten sensitivity and who take out uh, gluten from their diet for health reasons. It is, the diet itself is low in vitamins, iron, the B vitamins, it's low in minerals and fiber, which is basically taking a lot of nutrition out of your diet. And for people who eat a lot of gluten-free foods, cakes, cookies, pastas, to put these items back in their diet, it puts in extra fat, sugar, and salt, because they are loaded with these things to make them taste better and bind them together, because gluten is literally the glue that holds food together, that holds our baked products together. Um, Other sides of it, it is high in heavy metals. Most people don't know that arsenic is a common thing found in rice, and most of the gluten-free foods are rice-based products, the pastas again, the cakes, the cookies. It's a good flour to, to cook with. So they are getting arsenic with their fried rice. Um, It is expensive. Most gluten-free foods are more expensive. And any kind of a limited diet, which people are talking a lot now about microbiotic diversity. These are all the bacteria, fungi, and viruses that live in our intestinal tract that really keep us healthy in other ways. Uh, They're the immune modulators of the body. When you are on a restricted diet, such as a gluten-free diet, you have less microbiotic diversity. You're missing certain bacteria that help digest food. What this means, we really don't know yet. This is not necessarily bad or good because everybody has a different microbiotic makeup. And finally, um, if you're on a gluten-free diet and you're eating a lot of gluten-free cookies and cake and pastas and pizzas, you can gain weight, a lot of it. So you, you know, that is such who, a good point. 
Yeah, I mean, people go on the diet to lose weight, and that's that's really an Atkins diet. It's a, a no-carb diet, but the minute you add back some of these foods, because you can't stay on that kind of a diet forever, it gets very, very boring, they start to gain a lot of weight. Well, I was going to ask about that, because I, I'm the type of person where I'll eat I, I call myself a whole food vegetarian. So if it's a whole food, I'm going to eat it. I don't <laughs> eat a lot of grains because they make me tired. It's not a wheat thing or a celiac. I mean, I could eat brown rice, quinoa, amaranth, or wheat, and I just don't feel as good as when I eat like a yam and some avocado, grass-fed beef, and lots of fruits and vegetables. So what if people stay away from all of the processed gluten-free foods? Are they still, it sounds like they're still going to be missing out? Um, well, it, if they eat the way you do, No. Yeah. Because oh, what, you're, <laughs> what you're doing is adding back all of the healthy grains and you're adding back all the diversity in different ways. And really, variety is the key to any healthy diet. That's the bottom line. Eliminating processed food is a great idea. Um, it's, we should be eat as much real food as we possibly can. Um, and you're eating food rather than taking pills, it sounds like. Uh, a lot of yes. people who are on one of these limited diets says, oh, you know, I'm not getting B vitamins or I'm not getting folate or I'm not getting this. So they start taking tremendous amounts of supplements. And supplements are, well, we, we go into this in great detail in the book. Supplements hold their own set of problems. They really can become too much of a good thing. Uh, vitamin excess A and B can be toxic. Um, so, you also have a lot of supplements that interact with prescription drugs. People don't really realize that by eating pills rather than food, they're doing themselves a disservice. Well, I want to have you back on to talk about that because I think that's an entire show in and of itself. You know, Rory, what I'm curious about, though, is gluten for people who have celiac, because I understand that you don't want any gluten. I mean, they say you don't even want cross-contamination. And that's why you right. say labels that will say made in a completely gluten-free kitchen. So talk to us about this. Well, I think with people with celiac disease, I have celiac disease. So um, I've been living this for the better part of 18 years. I've actually probably all my life. But um, they have to be particularly careful to put variety back in their, their diet. They have to eat all of the healthier grains, the quinoas, the amaranths, the millet, uh, the buckwheat, which isn't wheat. Um, if they don't put these things back and they just take out everything, it's not the healthiest diet for them either. They can easily become vitamin and mineral deficient. People who, are, who have celiac disease who are on the diet should be followed by a registered nutritionist or dietitian. Uh, you know, we all figure that we can handle our own food. We think, you know, it's what we eat. We know how to do this. And people go on the Internet and they read what they see there. Uh, and they're getting <laughs> this a tremendous amount of misinformation right at their fingertips. So, you know, this is something that people with celiac disease have to be aware of. They have to be careful of contamination, which is what you brought up. It's a very important topic. Um, and labeling and contamination is a whole issue unto itself. But a lot of foods are mislabeled. But more importantly than that, people just have to learn how to read a label. That's true. And there's restaurant menus now where they'll say the food is gluten-free, but it's cooked in the same kitchen with all the other food that has gluten in the same pots and pans and things like that. So 
unless you can find out for sure or make sure it's a kitchen where there isn't any gluten, it can be pretty tough. Right. And the, the two biggest areas for somebody with uh, a real gluten issue in a, a restaurant kitchen is the pasta water and the fryer. Because fried foods, even though uh, potato, uh, potato chips or uh, french fries are made in oil, which you would think would be clean in and of itself, they use baskets in a restaurant and they put a basket in that has a breaded product and then the french fries go in. So the oil becomes contaminated. Pasta water is the same issue. Um, you have to be very careful that you're getting you're getting fresh pasta you know, water. Yeah. You know, Rory, this has been so fascinating. We've only just scratched the surface. So I definitely want to have you back next month. In the meantime, give us all the ways people can learn more about you and your wonderful work. Well, uh, they can read Gluten Exposed, the science behind the hype, where we really try to puncture a hole in all the pseudoscience that's out there. And celiac disease, a hidden epidemic, has just been re-released in paperback um, and with all the latest up-to-date information on these the things we've been talking about. And I think that most of it's really there in the books. Uh, well, Roy, this has been fantastic. I want to thank you all for listening to Clean Food Network. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Your Radio MD and at Health Media Gal One. Take care and stay well.